What's up, everyone? Welcome to a brand new episode of the Inside Feed. On today's episode, we are talking with Cannons head coach Sean Cork around Thursday's expansion draft and his massive trade for Paul Rabel. We have some big stories to catch up on. We haven't had yeah, time to. Yeah, there's like so much that's <laughs> happened in the last like, I don't know, week and a half. <laughs> like the last two weeks. It's all honestly the last like three weeks, two weeks have just merged together in my brain. Uh, same. It feels as though like it's literally just been like every single day there's something happening within the PLL. Literally there's been so many announcements that I was trying to think back when I was like building out our script today and I was like, am I missing something? Because I literally, <laughs> I don't remember like, I just know a lot of things have happened, but I can't exactly <laughs> remember what day and when they happened. Yeah. So let's start with the trades that have gone down over the past couple of weeks. First one that kicked them all off was RP3 to the Redwoods. Did not see that one coming. Not at all. <laughs> like, I did not see that coming at all. No. To be very honest, and I love the woods, yeah. I'm very curious to see how it works out. Same. I don't know if I see it just yet. Um, I know I, I know I'm like a lot of people disagree with me. Like mm-hmm. some people are like, oh my God, this is the best thing. Like it's gonna be great. Yeah. But I know there's some of us that are like, okay, like I don't know if I see it, but yeah, well. Coach Nat said he's looking for someone who can like quarterback their offense. Right. They don't really have that right now. And that's what RP3 has done like his whole career. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting to see if he can, you know, make that work just right off the bat because that's something that he's, right. Coach Nat's been looking for. So, well, it was funny. Like, it, I think I learned it in the fast break when he was <laughs> like, I've never been traded before. Yeah. And so I'm curious to see how he reacts to that because if this is his first time getting traded ever, you know he has a chip on his shoulder. Right. That's always in the back of your mind. Yeah. So, like, think, like, he's been ba- he's been balling and, like, he didn't have a chip and now he has a chip. Imagine what he's going to do. I know. <laughs> it's like Coach Rubier has been in just, like, full-on, full. like, rebuild yeah. mode, stacking up picks in the college draft, entry draft. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, the next one that happened was Connor Field to the Archers for Ian McKay to the Chaos. Also didn't see that one coming either. I mean, I kind of did. Like, I saw with Connor Fields not really playing in Champ mm-hmm. Series, I saw him leaving. Right, but the Archers, but I was always the, like, the Arch- he's not going to the Archers. I know. Did I think it was going to be the Archers? No. No. Like, but, like, such a dangerous offense now. Him with, like, well, Manny, Marcus, Grant, Tom, Ryan Ambler. Like, it's going to be interesting to see how Bates figures out how to use all of them. Right. I think that'll be... Something to keep an eye on is like once they do start playing, like how do you make all of those creative, like cohesive. yeah, people work together? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's gonna be a ton of fun to watch. I know when they figure One, it out. I was about to say once they click, it's gonna be absurd. So many BTBs. <laughs> <laughs> so many, so many like BTBs. tricksters. But also Ian McKay to chaos. Yes, like we love Ian McKay. Yes, the Canadian connection on that team now is like yeah. Andy Towers is just building team. Andy Canada. Towers, lo- yeah, <laughs> but like he is, <laughs> like Andy Towers loves Canadians, yeah, and that's just it. Like he's gonna, Ian's gonna be joining his roommates Dane and Josh. So I know how cute, very cute. Love, love that. Little I just trail. imagine like when the trade went through and they were all together when they found out. You know that TikTok trend where like they they all dance around <laughs> oh, a circle. Yes. I imagine all three of them dancing around in the circle because they're all on the same team. Like, <laughs> 
And I think they would all three like dance around in the circle yes. together in general. <laughs> That's what I imagine. And Chris Cloutier out in the Aww. in the corner because he's still on the Atlas. Yeah, sad. Yeah. Um, okay, the other major one was that Paul Rabel was became the first member of the Cannons Lacrosse Club. Atlas traded him to the Cannons. Mm-hmm. Um, Paul has played for the Cannons in the past, was drafted yep. by them um, the beginning of his career. So it's it seemed like a perfect fit for him to go there. And we talked to Coach Cork coming up, and I think this has been something that's been like a long time coming, mm-hmm. not just – you know, oh, yeah. uh, like it didn't happen a week ago. Like this has been in in the plans for a while. Yeah, for Coach Cork, and yeah, he talks about it. Um, so I'm not gonna like give anything away, but yeah. he definitely gives some very good insight that I didn't know right. about it. So stay tuned and listen to that. Yeah, stay tuned. You can find out too on Thursday who he picks to play alongside them <laughs> in the expansion <laughs> draft. Uh, and finally, Ryan Brown to the Water Dogs. Did not see that either. No. <laughs> Nope, didn't see it at all. <laughs> at that point, like we saw RP three Paul, like, and then in in the middle of that, he was dropping guys to the player pool. Yeah, and so there was a point where I was like, honestly, I shouldn't be surprised by anything. Like, right. no, I wouldn't be surprised if he does more things. I know, I know, I know. Nothing, I mean, I don't. I would, like, neither I do I. Like at this point, it's like, oh my gosh, who is he gonna? There's no way. Like, there's no way he's gonna. He would mess with like Jack and Cannon and Trevor, right? No, never say never, but. <laughs> like but seriously like yeah no i think know. those guys I mean, are solid i think so too but not that the other players weren't solid <laughs> make that clear right off the bat um but yeah we'll see it'll be cool to see ryan with uh connor kelly and drew snyder and kieran and yeah the dogs the dog ryan brown in purple in purple all right next announcement is that the pll is coming to peacock Peacock will be our streaming service for the 2021 season. You can access all 43 games of the 2021 season on Peacock, including 23 games that will stream exclusively on Peacock Premium and 20 games on NBC and NBC Sports. It's also only $4.99 for Peacock Premium. So, like, do you realize how cheap that is? A lot. Cheap. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of people were complaining. And I wanted to be like, guys, I paid $70 a month for NFL Sunday ticket so I could watch one Ravens game on a Sunday. I paid 70 bucks for three months straight for one so I could watch the Ravens. That's it. And half the time, the other games were blacked out. So, if you, so like, I would have killed to pay $4.99. That's my rant. Well, it's also, like, you're getting so much. And oh, my like, God. You can watch every show, like, under the sun. And there's also a lot of movies. And yeah. we're still on NBC and NBCSN. So yeah. we're okay, everyone. We're okay. We're okay. <laughs> and also for our Canadian friends and international friends, NBC Sports Gold will have an announcement coming soon. Yes. But we got you covered. Don't y- worry. Yep. You will be okay. Yes. And then, of course, unprotected rosters were due about a week ago. About hey. a week ago. <laughs> <laughs> That was good. That was good. We thought that that was not planned at all. Oh my god, I'm like crying. Ooh. Oh man. Anyway, <laughs> they were June last week, and Coach Quirk. We ask him all about it. We try to get who he's gonna take, but he won't tell us. No. And I try to ask him who he's gonna take in the entry draft. He won't tell us. <laughs> he won't tell us. 
Um, so yeah, again, expansion draft going down Thursday, 6 p.m. Eastern time, 3 p.m. Pacific time on YouTube. Mm -hmm. Don't miss it. Okay. Did we forget anything? (laughs) (laughs) I don't think so. (laughs) (laughs) I like don't want to laugh. It's so hot in this room. I know. I like have a headache. Okay. Let's just get into our interview with Coach Cork because he gives us a lot of information about, you know, Thursday, where his mind's at, and everything under the sun, basically. Yep. So here's Coach Cork. Please welcome to the show head coach of the 2020 MLL champions and the rebranded Cannons Lacrosse Club, Sean Cork. Yay! (laughs) Thank you, Lisa and Emma. It's great to be on. I know Thank it's you. nice to finally talk to you. I've only talked to you over text and a few phone calls. Yeah, but... I haven't really gotten to speak with you one-on-one. Yeah, same. Definitely. How are you? Doing well. Yeah, get, getting excited for Thursday. And, you know, up until this point, um, getting acclimated with the PLL and seeing what the future entails for the Cannons Lacrosse Club. It, it's been really exciting, obviously. You know, since the merger was announced, at the end of December, uh, up until this point, I've really enjoyed my conversations with people in the league and getting to know people. Uh, it's been a warm, warm welcome, and I'm really excited, you know, to get to work now with our coaching staff and obviously with the acquisition of, of Paul Rabel. Uh, we have one player on our team, and uh, you, you know that was a, a trade that we'd been looking to make um, for some time, and that I was really excited about doing. So. It's great to be with you ladies and talk some lacrosse and, and go from there. Yeah, well, I wanted to start with your you trading for Paul with Coach Rubier. Um, like you said, he, he started his career as a canon, so it's extra special from that aspect. Um, can you take us through, like, what was the process behind all of yeah, that? Like, was, your discussions with Coach Rubier, how it all went down. What was that timeline? To be completely frank, I had approached uh, Coach Rubier gosh, probably a month, maybe even longer ago, right when I was announced as head coach of the Cannons Lacrosse Club uh, about Paul. And the reason being is I've always been just so fond of him. One is a person. He's a tremendous leader, uh, high character, obviously, and he has won at every single level. He's won championships at the collegiate level, the professional level, and the international level on Team USA. And my coaching staff and I, you know, chatted about it and we had co- approached Coach Rubier about it and it kind of died out, died off for a little while. Um, and we reapproached him w- with a deal right before uh, the trade deadline, it, it was, and we made it happen. So, uh, you know, we're excited about it. We're excited to welcome Paul back to the Cannons, obviously. And like I said, we want to build this team around high character guys that have leadership ability, that are we guys. Um, the culture in our locker room and on the field is going to be paramount to us having success on the field. And we really believe that. And starting this thing off with, with having Paul on our team, that there's no better example um, of what we want across the board in our locker room. You look at you know, Coach Copeland said the last, the same last year, you know, that high character. What are some learnings that you had from Copeland going through your exact same situation last year? 
It's a great question. Um, you know, I watched the PLL very closely, but also from afar because I wasn't a part of the league last year. Uh, but I watched all the drafts and watched every single game. My staff and I've rewatched every game. Um, and our mentality going into this is, although an expansion team, we want to compete for a championship in 2021. We're not coming into this saying, all right, we need to build this for two or three seasons and then compete. We feel with the player pool that is there of the players that weren't protected, um, you know, that we'll select on Thursday and then the players that we could potentially obtain in the entry draft and then the deep college draft, we feel we, we can compete right away um, with any team. So we're excited to build out the roster and that sort of thing. Um, but Coach Copeland, you know, I thought did an, an excellent, excellent job in year one with his club um, and getting a lot of those type of guys that he thought was going to fit into, you know, the culture that he ultimately builds into a winning team. Yeah. Were there any names that were left unprotected that really surprised you that you were like, wow, how did how did this guy get left unprotected? I'm definitely going to look at snagging him. There were, you know, I think uh, the, the job that those seven coaches had to do and the homework that they had to do to put forth those players and, and unprotect certain guys that they cherish, right, on their team, um, all of them, whether you know, there were some surprises or, or non-surprises. It's hard to go into an expansion draft year um, where you're leaving players unprotected off your roster, and then some of them may come back. It, it's a difficult thing to do. Uh, I had to do it my first year in the MLL w- with the Boston Cannons, so I've been through that process. Uh, but some of those guys, you know, that really jumped out to us, you know, uh, Connor Busick has been a veteran in the league and somebody, you know, that's been tremendous uh, on all levels. Uh, great leader, obviously a, a college coach at Cornell. You know, he was one. Curtis Corley, you know, another guy that, that uh, kind of jumped out to us that really a, a premier defenseman. And I think his best days are ahead of him. Uh, Reese Eddy, a, a young player, year one in the PLL last year, was up for the Brody Merrill Long Stick Midfielder of the Year Award. Really a, a future talent. Um, and, and speaking of Brody Merrill, you know, he's been around forever. I, I coached him for three years in Boston. We have a great relationship. Was a little bit surprised about Brody not being protected, uh, partially because of what he brings with, with all the intangibles uh, in the locker room. Obviously still one of the greatest players to, to continue playing the game uh, with the longevity of his career. And I'd say probably the last guy is Ryan Drenner. Um, you know, he's kind of bounced around a bit from team to team and looking for a home that he can make an impact. Um, you know, so we'll see how it all plays out on Thursday with those guys and certainly all the other players that were unprotected. And, and again, it's not always finding the best players it is in terms of talent, but but it's finding the right ones that are going to gel and mesh with what we want to do uh, long term, certainly. Yeah, you just uh, named off a lot of defensive players. The Whip Snakes have proven that having a strong defense, having a strong faceoff athlete is really the key to going back to back and winning these championships in a league with the best players in the world. Um, and you also mentioned that 
you know, finding guys that mesh together. I think the Whipsnakes definitely do that considering they have their college background. When you go into this draft, are you putting an emphasis on the defensive side of the ball because of that history and what we've seen with the Whipsnakes? Or are you looking more towards sort of shaping your team around the offense and who you could potentially take in the entry draft? Sure. Um, you, you know, I, honestly, I, I think a little bit of both, but myself being a, a former goalie by trade, um, I, I kind of look at that end of, of the ball maybe a, a little bit more and a little bit different that if you can stop teams high profiled and high potential of scoring, um, you know, it makes things a, a little bit easier, right? Um, but the offense, you, you got to put the ball in the back of the net. And I think with our coaching staff, with Sean Kerwin um, and having coached with him at the professional level before, he can do a lot of different things with a lot of different type of players. And he loves to play an upstyle tempo game. You see how he coaches his team at Virginia, previously at Brown, and then when he coached it and played at Tufts University. Um, you know, a lot of people say is the 52 second shot clock going to be an adjustment? going from 60 uh, previously or 80 in the college game, if, if you watch Coach Kerwin's offensive play, they're going to the cage w- within about 40 seconds. Um, so I think we'll adjust, you know, depending on the type of players th- that we take on the offensive side, but definitely building uh, from the back forward is, is something that we're looking to do. It's hard with an expansion team just because you obviously, as you mentioned before with Brody, he brings, and Paul, they both bring such like insight. How do you balance that veteran kind of role that you want to find for the team but while also having, you know, the young talent? And I mean, you mentioned Reese Eddy, but it's also like this college draft too, yeah. right? Like there's so much young talent that's breaking out right now. How do you balance that while building a new roster in a new locker room? Definitely. You know, I think that's something I learned early on in coaching professional lacrosse is you have to have that balance of some key veteran guys that are going to really lead those younger players, whether they're coming out of college or maybe they've been in the league for a year or two and they're learning how to adjust to one, the game and two, to how to be a professional athlete. Um, So having guys like Brody and Paul on the roster they're the epitome of pros and I think they can mentor those. I don't think, I know they can mentor those younger players. Um, and just even on the field stuff with the type of style of play that we want to have, we need some young fresh legs, but, uh, we need some veteran guys as well to kind of lead that charge. Describe what kind of play you want to have on the field. What, how would you like throw some characteristics at it? Yeah, you know, our core standards will, number one, be accountability. Every player and coach has to hold themselves accountable before they can hold uh, others accountable. Respect, we just have to have that respect uh, for everything, on the field, off the field, and a lot of trust. The players have to be able to trust the coaches with every decision that we're making and that it's in the best interest of the club to win games because that's the bottom line and vice versa. We have to be able to trust the players and they have to be able to trust one another. Um, So with that being said, our style on the field will be definitely a blue collar type of play. We'll be gritty. We'll do our very, very best 
night in and night out to outwork every other team. Um, and I think that's kind of cliche in some ways. Every team says that, but it's one of our mantras that we live by and in our core standards. Um, we'll definitely play a fast tempo style on offense. As I mentioned, that's going to be no surprise to any coach or any team in the league. And defensively, we'll want to get out, um, you know, and, and play pretty tenacious defense and take some risks and, and that sort of thing um, and give our goalies, whoever they may be, uh, the best opportunity to, to see quality shots and not give up easy goals. You have a lot of players who were cannons in the past that you've coached in the past that are now going to be coming into the PLL through the entry draft. How much are you going to be focusing on picking up players that were already cannons um, in the past so that you can sort of quickly build that cannons culture that you're looking for? Definitely. You know, let's face it. When the merger was announced, we knew we weren't going to bring our whole team over, right? Um, and the players fully understand that. As coaches, we understand that that couldn't happen. I think having some of those, as many as we can, that are the right fit to this team in this league would benefit everyone. Um, but it's going to be a really a challenge for us, um, just the way that it, it's given and made up of we have three picks in the entry draft. Um, so the, the most we really can get there are three former cannons. Um, so we'll see who's available, who's left. Um, but the players on the Boston Cannons and I have had just numerous, numerous individual discussions. We've had team meetings on how this is all going to work. Um, so, you know, they understand the position we're in as a coaching staff and, and that the merger did occur. Let's talk about those guys for an instance, right? Like we know that they'll be within the PLL. So name off, let's say three guys from your Boston Cannons roster that you worked with that you think we 100% need to know about? Well, I don't want to give too many secrets away, right? But, uh, <laughs> you know, I'll, uh, I'll kind of go, you know, by position maybe. You know, at attack, our, our attack unit was unbelievable. With Stotts, Wasserman, um, you know, Mark Cockerton is getting older, but, you know, he still can play the game. Um, so I think all three of those guys could potentially land on, on a roster, um, at the midfield guys like Zach Goodrich, you know, one of the top, if not the top defensive midfielder in the game right now, brings so many intangibles, obviously his play, he was a captain for us. He, he's such a great leader. Um, you know, guys like Brian Cole, um, just a, a tremendous player, Kyle Jackson, uh, um, you know, the, the list can go on and on with players and on the defensive end, uh, we had three guys, four guys back there that played really well in front of Nick Morocco, our starting goalie. Uh, I, I think Nick is one of the best goalies in the game as well. I, I really do. And our backup goalie, Don Madonna, you know, he played, uh, against Denver for us, uh, to get us into that championship game. Uh, because Nick was banged up a little bit and needed a, a rest. And uh, the depth of that team w was just really quality. So uh, I, I should name every guy, you know, for the most <laughs> yeah. part on that roster, because I, I think they all bring something 
different, um, but pretty special at the same time. So whether to be totally transparent and honest, if, if there's former Boston cannons on my team, I'm blessed for that. And my coaches are as well. At the end of the day, I want as many of those guys to land on a roster in the PLL as possible to give them an opportunity to play. Um, because I, I just care that much about those guys and, you know, we'll, we'll build what we had with our former Cannons team into this new Cannons team. And it may be with some different faces. So you probably already know who you're going to take in this expansion draft on Thursday. What areas do you think you're going to need to address in the entry draft in two weeks and then the college draft on April 6th? Yeah, we've, uh, as a coaching staff, we've spent hours and days and long nights going through the unprotected list, and it's it's ever-evolving, ever-changing with our discussions of who you know we think we can maybe get in the entry draft, and even the college draft, for that matter, um, and that sort of thing. So we, we do have a, a pretty good handle at this point knowing who we're going to take uh, on Thursday. You, uh, you know, the Cannons won a championship last season. They have a very rich history in lacrosse. How would you like to honor the Cannons history in its first year in the PLL? Wow, that, that, it's a great question. You know, I, I spent five years in Boston, but even prior to that, you know, some of those legends like Matt Poske and Ryan Boyle and uh, Dave Evans and Bill Day and uh, Tyler Fiorito and, and so many guys, uh, Mitch Belisle, you know, some that I coached and some that I did not coach. Um, you know, those guys that are true Cannons players and even our fans, we just want to go out there and compete and put out the best product that we can every single game. Uh, So they're proud of being a Cannons fan and being a a, a Cannons alum in many cases. So it is time to spill the tea with Coach Cork. But before we do that, this podcast has been brought to you by Sun Clarella. Sun Clarella's new Infuse Your Mood Tea is just what you need anytime you're looking to relax. Made with 100% Luthero leaves, Infuse Your Mood Tea will leave you feeling renewed and calm. It's also non-GMO project verified and has no caffeine, making it perfect to drink before bed or anytime you need to just relax. You can purchase a box of 20 tea bags or a two ounce loose leaf bag for yourself using the code SPILLTHETEA to receive 20% off at checkout at sunclarellausa.com. Again, use the code SPILLTHETEA at checkout to receive 20% off at sunclarellausa.com. Are you a tea drinker, Coach? I certainly am. Really? Didn't take you as a tea guy. You know, I just went off caffeine and coffee, so uh, I've been drinking tea literally every night. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I'm going to have to try that brand. Yes. Oh, get twenty oh, percent off. It's on CorellaUSA.com. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you have the number one pick in the entry draft on March twenty fifth. Would you say you're going to take a player whose name rhymes with Lyle Lompson? Yes or no? <laughs> it, it's a yes or no question or answer, huh? I mean, <laughs> it, it could happen. Or am I going to show my allegiance to my Boston Cannons guys? Oh. And maybe take one of them at number one. There's a lot of great players out there. <laughs> well, guess we're, just gonna to, yeah, guess we're just going to have to tune in on March 25th to find out. 
Blyle Lawson. <laughs> All right, Coach Quirk. Well, thank you for joining us. Thanks for putting up with our antics today. Pumped to have you this season. We Welcome are. to the PLL. Yes. Can't wait to meet you in person. I know. Thank you, Lisa and Emma. This was a blast. Uh, thanks for having me. I, I really appreciate it. And I, I'm psyched to see you both uh, th- throughout the season. We are also brought to you by our incredible friends at Ticketmaster, the official presenting sponsor of the PLL. Ticketmaster has all of your needs when it comes to concerts, sporting events, arts and theater, and more. To check out everything they have to offer, head to Ticketmaster.com or open up the Ticketmaster app. Again, Ticketmaster.com or open up the Ticketmaster app. That's our episode. Before we go, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and please <laughs> leave us a review. Make sure you follow us at The Inside Feed on Twitter and Instagram and at LisaRevin29 and at Emma Dams on IG. You can also follow Coach Cork at Sean underscore Cork on IG and at Coach Cork on Twitter. He's a good follow. He's it's very like, active. Yeah, he's very active. We're very proud. Yeah, 100% very proud <laughs> social team members. Yeah. Um, he's it. like an extension of the cannons and he just gives like even more insight it's it's very helpful so yeah he's follow a good him. follow yep. i was actually looking at his instagram like before this and i'm pretty sure he has like more followers than i do oh yeah he has more followers than me easily that's tough easily all right well we will talk Woo! to you guys next week expansion draft thursday thursday just watch it bye bye, bye.